also, I think it's going to get to the point where like Jamal going to just come back like every fifty episodes, and people going to be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> I think I think the first time they're going to be like, "Yo, we so happy to see him." Then like the second time they're going, like, "All right, no, nah, you can't just walk in and out of our lives." Yeah, first of all, that's so far, yo. Every fifty, every like that's 50 so many. Yeah. That's so many episodes, yo. How many episodes did you miss? About, to get kicked five, off. about, about 47. <laughs> first of all, you did not miss 47 of them. Yeah. I think he was on like the first 10. Yeah, he's on like the first 10 or something. It might not be even. All right, Mr. Bar, all right, Mr. Bar, 40. This is like, like, like that's that much better. <laughs> like, you scared to come back. It's crazy because right now, you have no excuse as to why you couldn't record. This is very true. Niggas is, niggas is jobless. Yeah. I mean, I just meant because there was Skype. I ain't telling you to put jobless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said jobless. He turned that door for the worst. Our business. Hold up, yo. No, because it, it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered if it was Skype because my schedule still would have been stupid. I'd have been working mm-hmm. right now. We would have been record like early in the morning on a weekday, on a weekend. Girl, you know, girl talk like y'all in here girl, like on um, three in the morning. No, I did. He kicked off twice. <laughs> like, no, 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 get out. <laughs> uh, hit us up like yo, yo, oh, yo. <laughs> like, dog, it's yeah, three a.m. Y'all, y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> At three a.m. Start sending eye emojis to y'all at 3 a.m. What's good, you y'all? Right. All right. <laughs> you you up up text. <laughs> chat. What y'all, what, y'all, what y'all trying to get into? I'm going to text them back. You're like, come on, Dirty Mo. Come on, Dirty Mo. Every might be my shit now like, to address people dirty. when they fucking up. Like, come on, Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo, <laughs> yo. Dirty Riley. I didn't know he was called that. I'm like, who is that? Yo, he got yeah, so many. Call, he got they so call many. him like Nelly Mo or you know, Dirty. Dirty. Can we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Oscar cast. I'm Ant. I'm Jasmiati. Hey yo. Who else is here? Somebody came back. Somebody came back to get here, dog. <laughs> episode. Yo, I had to come back for the 50th episode. Yo, I had to. Who? Yeah, we don't even know they who are. you are. <laughs> they remember you. Jamar is back. But um, this episode, I ain't never gonna come back ever again. <laughs> like the play Tupac back. <laughs> yeah, right. But also, we have a special, uh, actual special guest. Mars not a special guest. He's an abandoner. <laughs> we also have Eos in the building. Welcome, Eos. Yeah. First yeah. official guest. Yo, I know you definitely got a first one. Official guest. I'm nervous. Don't be. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how the chemistry's going to be. You know. 
It ain't. Well, that's, you better get that's out of literally here. a joke because like I I've literally been on a podcast with all of y'all except for Jazz. So <laughs> So we could but you never know. Yo. I'm with it, yo. Jazz always with the smoke. The music beats. Oh yo. Once podcast. I'm trying to take the podcast to another level. Yo, you are, yo. <laughs> you you are like no offense to y'all to, to the rest of y'all, but you are my favorite uh personality on the uh off score though. Oh, thank you. No, don't pay. Don't. <laughs> I'm going to go on the bathrooms and be like, you know what? Reef, you've really started. <laughs> without, without you, Reef. This podcast yeah, first of all, the crazy part about that is I don't I would never take a shot at Reef or anybody either, but I was about to instantly be like, yo, no, he didn't. I was really about to just step up. <laughs> I was about to I'm like, yo, he did not step up. But I'm like, hold on. That really sounded like I was about to hate on him. Let me really Yo, as always, Cast on Twitter, Cast on Instagram, Cord on Facebook. And Oxcord on all your podcast streaming services. Hit us up. Comment, email. Oh, Oxcordcast at gmail.com too if you want to email us. Uh, as always, Jazz, where would you like to start? Where do you want to steer this? Where do you want to go? I want to start with the battle between uh, Luda and Nelly reactions. All right. We'll start there. And then I got, I'm going to take it after that. Okay. All right. So, I ask y'all what y'all reactions were first, or do you want to hear what I think? Uh, actually, tell me what you think first. As what far as the thing or the result yeah, or what we play by play. What what was going through your mind? Like, give me give me the summary. Give me the reaction. How did you feel? What did you think of the results? Uh, I think it was Speak good, but I also think, I mean, once we got past Nelly's trash internet. Uh, I think it was really good. I think oh. I think Luda took it, but it wasn't like a wash to me because Nelly definitely got him certain certain rounds. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, for sure. I disagree. What do you think? So, all right, let me give you my play by play. So, upon entering the battle, you guys know I was hyped because I'm pressing it. <laughs> Sorry, I love that. Upon entering the battle. Oh. <laughs> I was very excited for the matchup. Like, I knew that Luda was going to win. I was rooting for him. I was team Luda. But also, Anthony was saying that we shouldn't count Nelly out because he got hits or whatever. And I'm like, no, you're right. So I went in thinking that I was going to, that Luda was going to win, but I was going to be reintroduced to Nelly and then remember, like, okay, this is why he's Nelly. He got hits. But I feel like I didn't get that rea- get that result at all. I feel like he did not have good comebacks for what Luda played. Luda played one of his biggest hits, Roll Out, and then Nelly played Body On Me. Like, really? Well, yeah, that's a lot around he lost. But... And I realized that I don't know any Nelly songs. For real, for real. <laughs> you know Nelly tracks, yo. Yo, yo I see you know, I but I didn't know a lot of what he was playing in the beginning. The only, wow, the only Nelly songs that I know are Flap Your Wings, Hot and Her, E.I., um, uh, what's the grammar? Yeah, 
Shake Your Tail Feathers, not even hit his song, right? I was, I was like, please. Yeah, but you can't use, you can't use that logic because Luda plays songs that wasn't his. Yeah, versus has been the thing about the features with they wrote. It's about, it's just about what you want. I'm not talking about the versus battle. I'm just speaking on songs that, like, I know by Nelly. That's what I was saying, and I that's the one of my favorite songs. But like, that's not even technically his song. And he was just playing a whole bunch of obscure things. Like, I don't think anybody. I think Nelly was the only one vibing to Nelly until he <laughs> played like his big hits, like Dilemma. And can I make a confession? Ladies love Dilemma and all that. Everybody loved Dilemma. When it came out, I wasn't really a, a, a huge fan. Like, I think they overplayed it on the radio. Like, I wasn't all they that. They play everything on the radio, though. Yeah, like, I didn't, you know. And I think Luda did a great job. He executed perfectly. He has so much stuff that I was disappointed that some stuff didn't make it. But I have to forgive him because he has so much. So I, I thought Luda did a good job. My critique is, in hindsight, I really wish they would have picked a better opponent for Ludacris. I feel like he deserved more because, and I tweeted this, I said that at the end of the day, like, Ludacris is a lyricist and no respect, disrespect to Nelly, but he deserved to go against another lyricist. I feel like Nelly... Is like he made hits. His hits didn't age as well as Luda's at all. In you my think opinion. for real? Yes. <laughs> yeah, hot in here aged well. <laughs> Flap your wings aged well, and that's it. And I'm glad that that's he crunchy it. grammar. Ride with me. Crunchy grammar. I don't know. That Maybe he was never good. really a fan. Or that like don't he's fine. Right, that's that's different. That. You're not a fan that, like that. Roger. He's fine. I give him that. He looked good. I enjoyed looking at him in the battle, but like I didn't really enjoy like hearing his songs. I was like, okay, what's Luda got next? Like, because I really do regard Luda as a lyricist. I feel like Nelly. They both impacted the the um the culture when they came out, but I feel like Nelly was more of a cultural movement, like uh, the the patch and the, the the different sound and stuff like that. But as far as music, content, lyrics, bars, charisma, Luda. And I feel like Luda probably should have went against Busta Rhymes, even though Luda is a branch of Busta, you know? So that's that's my take on it. I just I'm, wasn't. I, I feel like he's better <laughs> He might have got washed by Busta. I don't think he would have got washed, but I think he would a better I'm, matchup. Yo, I, I'm I'm really maybe I'm tripping because I do I've been buying Busta Rhymes albums since When Disaster Strikes, but I'm trying to think. I guess he would have to really lean on the features, but I'm like, I don't know, like I don't know if Busta does Busta have really twenty like bangers. I'm sure yeah. we could dig up twenty Busta bangers, and if you think about you taking features too, you're gonna get yeah. to twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta lean on like. <clears throat> I'm looking at like his uh discography and I'm just like he got never mind, I take that back. He got like yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'm about to say Busta got him. I got you all in the check. Yeah, is he beating Ludacris though? Is he beating Ludacris, you said? The more you think about it, I think he is. I think he beating Ludacris. 
I think very close. <laughs> it depends. I can't even. I don't know. I feel like it would have to happen for me to. Must have got more um, timeless hits than Ludacris. Yeah. Is like time. Like I'm not saying Ludacris don't have none. But I don't. I think Bus is. I think Bus's catalog is just longer than Ludacris, or he started earlier than Ludacris. I feel that. That's why I feel like him and Nelly was the best people to because they both came up like at the same time. Both dropped their albums was in two thousand and stuff like that. I feel like that's. What I, I feel like that was the best. The best person to go up. But the fact that they came out at the same time. Whoop de do. Like they both had. They both had great runs. Luda's run was just longer. No, wouldn't ne, quote Nelly, quote him. I, I have there's no quotable bars by Nelly. What does he say when he even when he featured, he gets who is this keep hitting the chat? Um, even when he features on things, he gets washed or like overshadowed <laughs> by the other people. I don't know. I think Nelly, Nelly makes the songs that he's on. Songs, I, you know where he there's, did a, there's a lot of there's a he lot did. of songs in here that he don't really be saying nothing crazy, but like he's a great song maker. The fuck? Yeah, I'm getting hurt. Uh, Rick Rick Ross song. Thank God he played that at one point. That's my job. Nelly killed Nelly. it. Nelly, oh, Nelly ran that. Nelly ran here. Yeah. I am yo. But yeah, Nelly ran country grammar from beginning to end. <laughs> George. Beginning yeah. to end, he's rapping, rapping on that song. What's he saying? I don't know. I'm distracted. Yo, I don't know. I'm unwrapped. Hey, you, you gotta listen to country grammar, yo. He talking that country. I grammar. just meant the song. The song he killed from beginning to end. He, he Did killed he play uh, country grammar. No. Yeah, he played it. Yeah, he played it. Nelly, if if Nelly went through that battle. I don't care what else he played. If he went through that whole battle without playing country grammar, I would just say he lost. How you not play country grammar? I don't care if he won the other 19 joints. Yeah, like, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can win the other 19. If you don't play country grammar, you don't win. Get out of here. Nelly got washed by Kelly Rowland on Dilemma. I don't know what Nelly said. <laughs> yeah, I remember him going, like, I don't even know what he said. Yo, Nelly got I, I, I'm, not Kelly enjoying, I'm not enjoying this Nelly slip. Hold on. Bro. How you going to say, yo, Nelly said she got a man in the sun, dog. Oh. <laughs> yo, listen, dog. He, <laughs> he did not get washed. Yo. Nelly's Fox. a singer. Nelly's a singer. Ludacris deserves oh. to go against a rapper. Nelly is Nelly a singer. He's a Nelly is one of the first rappers to do that sing, to do that sing rap and stuff, yo. But, Jess, the question is so, my question to yeah. you is, what? Who do you think? Who do you think he should have won against? Who loses? You said she would win against Buster. Yeah. Oh, Buster. Yeah, Buster Rhymes. Like, I don't know who Nelly could have won against anybody. Pick. It don't matter. But I'm not. I'm really not trying to discredit or disrespect Nelly. I just feel like it wasn't a, a. It wasn't an equal matchup. Like, and I went. I didn't think that at first. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I knew Luda was going to win, but I was like, you know what? Nelly did have hits back in the day. This could be a close one, possibly. And then into it, I'm like, no. I don't even know any of these songs. And yeah, I feel like he didn't play Luda bad or up. He should have played bad. O verse. And he I damn sure like, should have played that. He played the O verse, and that was great of him. 
But Nelly did have song a lot of songs. Like he did have a couple that I would say I'm not gonna say I never heard, but it's like I forgot all about him. But he had some I never heard, and it's like, why would you play this after stand up? Like come <laughs> I on. agree, Nelly had some bad choices at some points. Like and he was rocking hard to the joints in the crib. But it was like, nah. Excuse don't, me, don't. can I also point out, not to cut you off or overtalk you, Luda didn't know what he was playing either. Luda was like... Yo, Luda's face. Luda's face. Luda. Like, okay. Luda was hurt. Luda, Luda, Luda knew. Luda just wasn't hype. Like, he was in game mode. Like, he wasn't hype. He was so anytime he was done, Luda was like, ever. that was one of them ones. That was one of them ones right there. <laughs> Yo, he was. He Got was diving out. Sweatsuit. <laughs> he was like doing that. You doing your thing, man. You doing your that thing. Was, that was one of them ones. <laughs> one of them ones. What does that mean? He didn't like what Nelly played. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't know it. No, he no, did. He was like, I saw his face. He was like, yeah, <laughs> Luda knew them Yo, tracks. It was a point where he got up and got real close to the camera, and you can see his hand go like this, like to to like whoever was behind the phone or behind the iPad or whatever he was performing on. He literally went up and he did a little cut it thing with his hands, like "Yo, cut this off," or you know, "Time is up." It was it was like right at ten, like when Nelly was like, "Yo, I got more, I got more." Mm. But I think Nelly was trying to get some off because of what happened with his technical difficulties. Yep. I think he was trying to get some more off, like because he didn't play batter up, and I don't understand why you didn't play batter up. That I was a big or number one. Yeah, like yeah. swing batter, batter, swing batter. Like you could have played batter up, man. Why didn't Ludacris so, play? This nigga play get like me. I don't know why he played number one spot. Number one spot versus number one, like. Nelly got the number one joint off the bad. Was it Bad Boy? I don't know what it was on. What it was? What was that it was on? A track song. Nelly, number what one. does it take? It was on the album. It was on an album too, but it was on the soundtrack. Also. It was on the soundtrack too, but that that and number one spot should have went up against each other. But Ludacris didn't play number one spot. That's one of my favorite songs by Ludacris. I'm un- I don't understand. And also, he really could have played Sharifa Need a Boss verse. Oh, I forgot about that, John. Sharifa. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> no, listen. That <laughs> I was built for tough. I'm as real as they come. My parents bought me a sweatshirt back then that said "Built for Tough" because I love that verse and that song so much. <laughs> he was rocking it. He <laughs> rocking the lyrics. Shirt. My man, my man, <laughs> even play his <laughs> gossip folks verse even. I love that. No, dog, gossip. He did not play his gossip. What's about the time, man? Kyle's about. What's the other thing about the name of Chris? That was the John. Yeah. That was one of them ones. That was one of them ones. One of them ones. Yo, I know y'all saw when Nelly was trying to show that award all close. And Ludacris did not care. Nelly talking about something. Nelly like. His face all the way over here. You see him still trying to look in the camera and make sure Ludacris <laughs> looking at it. Ludacris was not, he was not looking at that joke. Ludacris probably looked at it and still was oh. like, yeah, that's one of them ones. That's one of them ones. Dirty Mo, that's one of them ones. Nelly went diamond, yo. God damn, yo. Yo, Nelly. Nelly. He's fired. Who are you looking at? He's fire, yo. He back then. Don't I thought he was dirty regarded as 
somewhat of a legend because of all the work he put in. So he don't ever have to make another popping song in his life. But I feel like you're not going to give him more credit than Ludacris in regard to rap because Ludacris is rap. I don't think we're here saying that Nelly could out-rap Ludacris. I right. just think he does, think but in his, but in, in on Nelly's own right, he just has hits. He he has enough hit songs to make a battle out of. He's worthy. Yeah, no, it's just I feel like Nelly's songs are real, like simplistic, like real, like you don't. It doesn't. It's like one of them, like you don't gotta think about nothing. It's just like you just vibe, like you just dance, you flap. Yeah, but I don't think Ludacris can like do this. what Nelly does, and Nelly can't but, do rap to the extent that Ludacris does. does but Ludacris can't. He can now. Ludacris cannot hit the tones that Nelly hit to make those kind of songs that Nelly made. Mm-hmm. Nelly got some like some songs. That Imagine never Ludacris trying to make ride with me. Imagine Ludacris trying to make hot in here. You know what? I guess I never was really a fan of that song. But that makes sense if you say that. Now I get, but I understand. Yeah. I understand your viewpoint now. Yeah. If you're not a fan, oh, I was. I was a fan. Like I had his album. Wasn't a fan of hot in here. No, yeah, I was saying ride with me. I like hot in oh. here. You don't like ride with me? Ride with me is a vibe. Ride with me yeah. was one of my favorites outside of ER. Yo, real talk. Yo, ride with me is a vibe, yo. Yo, I'm scared of you. I watched by Jack Edge on where the party is. <laughs> Is Jagged Edge washed him? <laughs> yes, I feel like all his arms. No, why? Why? Yo, why? 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 First of all, I'm sorry, that was you said he got washed by Kelly Rowland and he said he got washed by Jacket Edge. He definitely got washed by nobody sings Nelly's part. They they got washed by Jaheem too. By their head, and then when Kelly Parker won, I love you. Nah. People be because oh, she's the hook. Of course, people remember yeah. that more and everything. Okay. Ain't no boys Luda's gonna be song, like. I know his verses. I know Luda's verses from start to finish on a lot of his songs, especially his features. I do too, but I also I, know Nelly's verses. He makes the song better. Like Ludacris gets added when he's featured on a song, he elevates the song. You wait, mean, wait, wait. Party. Nelly didn't make Where the Party At better. Uh, he didn't make, he didn't make Shake Your Tail Feather not, better. I would, not, I would not listen to Where the Party At without Nelly. Tail Feather better. He did. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Shake Your Tail Feather. I'm not <laughs> listening to um, Where the Party At. I'm not listening to Where the Party At without Jackie. I mean, without Nelly. I'm not listening to Jackie. Of course. I would listen. Without, without I mean, I wouldn't do it if it came better. on. I wouldn't turn it on. Yeah, I wouldn't be as excited for it. I'll say that. It wasn't. It was fine. He was there, wasn't he? Huh? JD was on um, Where the Party At. Nobody cares about that. He was ad-libbing. <laughs> That's fine with me. Yeah, but he was ad-libbing. 
<laughs> so Jay, like, I'm not listening to it better than Nelly. Where the party at? That's the best part. Is the beat. on that would have been fire. But Nelly, but no, no, but Nelly did contribute a lot to that song. I won't take that away from him. I'm just saying, in comparison to Luda, when Luda's on the track, a feature compared to when Nelly's on the feature, I feel like Ludacris really elevates it, and he has a, his part is memorable. Where I feel like Nelly's just kind of like glosses in my mind, like I just kind of gloss over it. But that. I agree. I think I was a- never really a huge Nelly fan. Not saying I, I disliked him. I just never. No, like, I get it. Yeah, he wasn't here, but me and that's Luda valid, was- though. That's valid. That's valid. Yeah, so that's why. That's where my opinion is coming from. Gotcha. Makes told that I I accept that 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 makes perfect sense. And it's also in the battle conversation. Why do we keep telling the future? So now. They're talking about Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. Which we definitely said before they even <laughs> talked about it on here. And yeah, Ashanti will win. But honestly, please don't sleep on Keisha Cole. Like if her if her sound is right, she could she could go toe-to-toe with Ashanti. I feel like Ashanti is regarded by the legend. I do feel like Keisha Cole um is underrated. I don't feel like she's Keisha Cole is Mariah Carey or anything like that, but I do. Keisha got some sleepers. Keisha got some sleepers. Yeah, like Keisha Cole's music, then Ashanti's just gonna blow in your mind. Ashanti's just gonna blow her out of the water. But if you're familiar with both Ashanti's work and Keisha Cole's work, it really is a good matchup. Ashanti will take the cake in the end. I'm not familiar with it. Oh, Ashanti uh, might I'm be Cole. That's, that's, whole, that's like that's like J Lo whole beginning catalog. Like, I don't think I like. I'm with you. Huh? I don't think I know. I can name twenty Keisha Cole songs. Yeah, I can. I can't. I, I can't. Twenty Keisha Cole songs worthy of battling somebody with. They actually had a list like of Ashanti song, like how the battle would go, and I was like, oh wow, like these are good matchups, and I knew pretty much all the Keisha Cole songs. Yeah, so I think you have to be familiar um, with it to believe that will be like an equal match. But if you're not familiar with Keisha Cole's music, then it's not going to be good. I but think it'll be a really good song. I just not for me. I think it will be really good though. Like, yeah, really. I think it'll be a really anybody to go against Ashanti. I think Keisha Cole is a perfect match for because yeah. they both can sing. So like, I feel like <laughs> like yeah, they can't. Keisha can sing. Oh, I don't know, yo. Love, love got on my nerves. It yo, might, it might have been on a lot, but she can sing. It's crazy, yo. Like, I like, love that song, but she was not at her best with that song. Tilted, but I love yo. that song. I don't know what that means, but her voice oh, was still new. <laughs> her voice was you tilted, yo. <laughs> she was new, but her album, just like you, straight listen, like no skips. I, listen, I, I would never debate that because I don't know. I need to go listen to it. I'm gonna put it on my. I'm gonna get it right now. Put it on my playlist. To listen. Yeah, to it. listen to it. It, it got like a. It got a lot of her popular songs on there too. But you gotta remember her features she did with Sean Paul. Yo, yeah. oh, that was my song. Yo. My John. Oh, <laughs> oh, what song was that again? Um, give it all to me. Yeah, that that joint was dope. I forgot that was her. That's my joint. Last night with Diddy. 
Let it go with Missy. And she did the remake of the remake of the song. How'd it go? It was somebody called Seaside. Baby, I've been thinking about you going crazy. That does sound familiar. Without you. Keisha got, Keisha got some shit. What you, I said my favorite Keisha Cole song is "Play Your Cards Right" with Tupac. Oh yeah, I love well, she got it. a joint that's she got a joint that's produced by Kanye too. Oh, I don't love you. Yeah, I changed my mind. That was the shit. Oh. Yes, I changed my mind so many times. I love. <laughs> That's how you relate you know, to it. I've changed my mind okay. so many times. <laughs> okay. But Ash- at the end of the day, Ashanti is Ashanti. Like I love. I'm one of Ashanti's biggest fans. I just love Ashanti. Like I, no. I was talking. See, we were talking about Ashanti today at work. And I was like, yo, Ashanti was like, like after like all these years passed, and she wasn't like a super. Like she wasn't like out here no more. Really, I was like. Ashanti to me was like was like overrated. Like she really wasn't that crazy. Like she that like as a she, singer, she wasn't she really. Was, she was okay. She was like all right, but she wasn't like like for her to be as big as she was. I was like, yo, she's really not that great. But I mean, she had good songs. I will say that. But her, I like songs from her a lot. Her songs, though, Ashanti. No, once again, she's not Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. But she um she got the look, she got the style, she collapsed, she had the crew at the time, like she that made catapulted it. her a lot, like Ja like yeah, ja really definitely. helped her career. Yeah. yeah, she wrote for a lot of people, so mm. it's problematic. So she's just like beloved by everybody. But I think we're remember that article that they put out a long time ago, back in two thousand three, and it was like we love Beyonce, but she's no. She's no what? She's no Ashanti. Like comparing Beyonce and Ashanti, like cool, but she'll never like reach the level of Ashanti, and like that. That is wild. That's just you know whoever wrote that article. I'm sure they're not working anymore. There's no way (laughs) they're working anymore. (laughs) They can't be. Yeah. Yo, Jay, you sound a little muffled, yo. Muff. Because he had his head on the. The, the couch. I have my head on my on uh, my headphone. I'm good now. Better. Yeah, you better now. Better. That's not good. <laughs> but they but they. <laughs> I saw somebody tweet that they're in discussion about Missy versus Busta. Yeah, Swiss was talking about it with Busta. Swiss was talking about it. Yeah, but Busta kept on that? saying he wanna. He said he want to go against. Uh, he want to go against Snoop, and I was like, I don't want to see oh, Busta versus Snoop. I don't want to see Busta and Snoop, bro. Oh, and and then Snoop wants to go against Hove. <laughs> no, no, no. Snoop better stay. If you don't get out of here, if you don't, right? If you and don't, then somebody else was in the comments saying Busta should go against Fat Joe. I was like, no, I don't want to see Busta. <laughs> that versus really you, said, you said that Busta. You said you couldn't see Fat Joe going past two tracks. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you did it was say a typo. Two tracks. It was a typo. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. You text the chat that Joe. you couldn't see him going past two. Oh, I mean twenty. Nah, you <laughs> yo, Fat Joe, I definitely want to see him battle somebody because I don't want anybody to like. I don't like when people really sleep on Fat Joe because no, he's Fat really Joe not at all. He got. I don't think yeah. he's just going. He shouldn't go against Buster though. Yeah, he shouldn't go against Buster, but he needs that to go. If they, he can go against somebody. <laughs> 
I just want this Buster Missy thing to yeah, because Swiss is trying to push Buster versus Missy, and Buster kept saying, "I don't know, man. I feel like he, he said he felt like they were so similar that it wouldn't be as interesting as people think, and he think it would be different if he went against Snoop." I was like, "No, nah, I want." You know I, I go against Snoop. I'm like, "No, you, you're not going against Snoop, yo." You know why I wouldn't be Missy? Because Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Buster Ron's been battling in my head for a position in my top. Rappers, <laughs> like, cause, like, I will always like, oh, who do I put on there? Snoop or Busta? I only got one slot. Left. It was always between them. A lot of you not. I don't know. I'm interested. It's between them too. It's them, like, right? Why is it between them too? Snoop Dogg and Busta? Because <laughs> this is battling in your head. Like. <laughs> yeah, like battling for the spot, not <laughs> rapping to each other in my head. Just. <laughs> Yeah, that that's version is funnier. I'm picturing it. They were just battling each other, yo. In your head. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not the <laughs> favorite rapper today. Like, nah, nephew, I'm about to be Jazz's favorite rapper. That's Buster the round. I'm stupid. I'm going to be the man. Like, like nah, yo. Yo. Like, those two have always battled for a spot in, in my top. And I. I, I didn't. I never knew who to choose. I, I guess now, and now that I'm older and I've had more time to marinate on this for years, I guess I would pick Busta at the end. But it was giving me a hard time for a long, for many years. I get it. They both got plenty of material. Yeah, like I give it. I get it. I love, why does Snoop uh, want to? Why does Snoop want to battle Jay Z? That's who he wants. Him and DMX. They both keep saying Jay Z. They need. They want Jay Z. Now, that DMX is probably one of the only people, one of the only people I'm a respect for saying he wants he wants Jay Z. Oh, I, I, did you hear the latest on DMX? Huh? You hear the latest on DMX and the whole battle thing? No. Nori on Instagram pretty much leaked it because he said no. Swiss called DMX and said that he was going to get Eminem to battle DMX. And Eminem was with it. That would be dope. Now, I, but I don't know, like. D- I think DMX will just win because they're gonna be they're gonna because people like surface level people gonna want DMX. So I'm, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, mine is quick. Mine is quick. All I was gonna say was I I don't want to see them two go against each other. I love both of them, but with the catalogs that both of them have and the type of me. Music, yeah, I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to. Yo, see Eminem it. is gonna come back at DMX's party songs with murder songs. Yo, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to see it. What would you, what would you gonna say, Haas? All right, so I'm gonna try not to be long winded with this because you know I'm, I, how I feel about Eminem and kind of and kind of it's cl- like that's what I'm saying. And it's like we're a part of that same cult of Eminem cult or whatever. But anyway, um, I just literally before this podcast got into this debate on Facebook, I got baited into this debate about Eminem and the DMX battle. Heard about it. And um, somebody said that Eminem doesn't have enough commercial hits to, to and DMX would destroy him. Um, I find that totally not factual because Eminem to- has more commercial hits than DMX does. Like, it's not even close. I can think of 13 off the top of the head that would you know, but like I don't want to see them battle each other. Like, why would I want to see Eminem and DMX? Like, like you said, I don't want to hear party up than the real Slim Shady. Like, 
Yeah, like, I don't. I don't think it works. I don't think it works in a battle. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. That's like, what, what, I, these, right. what these bitches want, and then you play uh, Superman. Like it's just, it's not gonna be the like. But but I just don't mm-hmm. like the fact that people are discrediting Eminem. Like if you put Eminem against a formidable opponent, like Eminem can't go to distance. And I'm sitting there like Eminem. There's a lot of people that can't go to distance with Eminem. Some of his B-side stuff is platinum. Yeah. Like his B-side stuff are like singles. People think think they're singles and they're not even his officially released singles. Like, yeah, that has to do with his machine behind him and Dr. Dre and all of that, but that has nothing to do with the fact that Eminem with DMX, like nobody wants to see that because I think Eminem would win, unfortunately. I'll say Eminem would win unfortunately. Because Eminem, when he comes into the battle, is going to break records. He's going to bring people that aren't paying attention to verses whatsoever. So, like, he's going to bring in a bunch of kids from Bangladesh and all of these other places. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know why Bangladesh was the first place, but, like... Yo, mm-hmm. Bangladesh. But, like, Eminem's going to bring... Like, it's going to have millions of viewers on the live. I'm about to say, that, bat, that battle mess around hit a mill. And M would just went all that. It's on the live. And... They're going to just side with Eminem. And on top of that, DMX is literally the entire other side of the spectrum. Yeah. So, like, they're not yeah. going to resonate with DMX's stuff. And they're going to outnumber severely the regular versus culture. But so, that's the thing. I think the versus culture, the core culture of that, X wins. on paper, yeah. I think that's going to make DMX is going to win that. X DMX, wins. They're going to like, that. now, yeah, putting, putting like, people in the stands, Eminem's going to win to bring the crowd in. But I feel mm-hmm. like on, on the on the versus paper, on the versus scoreboard, DMX is going to win. He's gonna, because Eminem songs don't slap in the black community. That's just right. how it is. Now, now, does every song not slap? I disagree because Eminem could play some bangers. Like, let's not forget, like, he did, he was on forever. Like yeah. he could play forever with Drake. He could he could play, play Renegade. Renegade, Dead Wrong, Patiently Waiting. Like he could play these songs that Those get good re- passes. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that too. <laughs> Which one? The, the re- realest nigga re- and Biggie. Realest, nigga. yo, that's what I'm saying. He got the realest nigga remix. Like he, he got too many songs, yo. Like that's just my that's just my opinion. So like, what about? would lose in the culture, but on a macro scale of things M wins because it's he's DMX in the versus culture will be severely outnumbered by a bunch of casual fans that pop in and totally take over and commandeer the uh the battle just because they love Eminem. Eminem goes diamond and that's a I mean Eminem goes double platinum and that's a failure. So what about Eminem the best of Eminem versus the best of Jay Z? The, the culture's going to give it to Jay. They're going to give it to Jay. Yeah. Again, and, Jay and, and Jay isn't DMX. Like, Jay, Jay is Jay. Yeah. Like, all he going to do, he can sit back and be like, yo, Swiss, just play me all the Swiss songs you did with me, and he'll win. <laughs> Take my Timbaland. Play me all the ones you produced for me. Oh, he definitely. If they play, if they play in Timbo, if they play in Timbo, he definitely Timbo. getting wild. Yeah, they it's play just, in Timbo, they definitely getting wild. It's but, just the imp- M has M has that Dr. Dre behind him. Dr. Dre and 50 are respected in the culture against everybody. Like, there's not too many people that's gonna be able to rock with 50. Like, you might have to be 50 and J for real, for real. Like, like 50 got hits. 
50's been a part of so many hits. Like, you got 50 and you got Dre behind you. Yo, honestly, game, I want to, like, not to even cut you off, but just you, no. where you, what you said. Like, I want them to finally, I want to put, I want 50 to battle somebody. Bad. He, it ain't going to happen with Ja as much as everybody wants to see that, but it's not going to happen. Watch ja, yo. He will watch Ja. <laughs> you know what? 50, I think 50 will. There's rounds here and there he might lose. Because Ja does have too, hits, like, but but 50 is going to sneak kind of win that. 50 and Ross? 50 and Ross? I'd watch 50 and Ross, but I don't think Ross will battle 50. I, yeah, no. I don't think Ross stands a chance against 50, honestly. Yo, I, no, I don't know. I don't know, yo. Ross is going to come up. No, for Ross, Ross got songs. Ross got songs, but I feel like it's going to be the same thing that 50. Like, all right. I feel like it's going to be the, if he did that, it would be the same thing as 50 and Ja, except Ross would last longer than Ja. But I feel like 50 would. I feel like he has such a selection that he can just keep going. Ross been out. Ross been out. I'm not taking that away from him, but I do think 50 would beat Ross though. 50, 50 got bigger hits than than Ross for sure. But yeah. I think I can't name one artist, and I'm trying to think of one that has been as consistent as Ross. Like I used to say it was Kanye, but then when Kanye went down a decline, it was like eh. And then when I really thought in retrospect of it, like. Ross has literally dropped solid project, good project. I mean, great project, great project, solid project, good project, great project. He's never dropped a bad project. He's the only artist I can think of that's never dropped a project that I was just like in flag. Like I can think of every artist, including Jay Z, that I flag projects. I'm like, I'm not listening to that, or it's not that good after the first listen. Mm -hmm. Rick Ross has dropped. Great project after great. He's the most consistent artist I've seen, like on his level. So, like 50, 50, I think 50 is too many knockout rounds for 50. Ross can put his biggest hit against 50's biggest hit, and 50 gonna smack it out of the park. Mm -hmm. yeah. But they got that, 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 that back, that production too. Like, yeah, especially the early on in his career. Yeah, we can find a good for 50. I'm so with that because I would love to see 50. Like, that's super dope. Especially Ross. I would love to see Ross, too. But I don't know. About them together, that'd be crazy. And I, I'm still up in the air about it. But it ain't going to be It ain't gonna be no watch either way. But Ross got hits. I agree. I'm ready for... Well, they, they do. I'm ready for, you know me, the female rapper versus. And they were talking about... So, yeah, Usher was trending because... Um, who was it? Swizz was asking him about Lil Kim versus Nicki Minaj. I saw this. And this is dumb. Usher was like, no, nah, because <laughs> like Nicki is a product of Lil Kim. And everybody got mad. The all the fans, the Barbies got mad. But how do you but how do you not agree with that? He ain't lying. Yeah, he ain't lying. Here's my thing. So, you know how I feel about Lil' Kim. Mm -hmm. And y'all know how I feel about Nicki. I love them both. Um, I see where people are drawing comparisons. Like, with more, but more so with style and, like, like trends. Like, colorful wigs and persona, maybe, a little bit. The sexual stuff. But as far as rapping, Lil' Kim and Nicki Minaj do not rap the same. 
I don't like, think anybody said I didn't say that. I, that's not I wrong. Think a lot of they don't, they don't. I, I just like, think the influence is there. That's all. Yeah, when when people say like Nikki straight up copy Lil Kim, I really don't agree with that. I feel like at the end of the day, like that's what Usher said, Lil huh? Usher said he, she copied. I wouldn't say that. No, that's what people say. That like, oh, Nikki. That's not what Usher said. Uh-huh. But people say like, oh, Nikki it is a direct copy of Lil Kim like jacked her whole entire style and ran with it. I don't I don't agree with that narrative. I do think that Lil Kim set the tone. She paved the way for everyone. And at the end of the day, if she made that okay, then other artists are going to do that. And I don't and I think Nicki gets the most like I don't know, criticism of it because I guess she's a, a the bigger artist compared to all the other female rappers, but literally every other female rapper, unless you're like a, a MC Light or, or Queen Latifah, you wear the colorful wigs, you don't wear clothes, you talk about raunchy stuff. Like that's everybody. So why specifically target Nikki all the time? Because and she's just, the biggest. Yeah, and and just because Lil Kim paved the way and it influenced damn near everybody, that doesn't mean that. Nikki can't be the bigger artist. Like it doesn't mean that she can't have more success. That you can't give her credit for ha- maybe having more hits. Just just because you give Nikki her credit for when the baton was passed to her, whether Lil Kim wanted to give it to her or not, and that she made female rap bigger. Like that doesn't take away from Lil Kim though, because Lil Kim like started it all, and I just it's just a shame that is looked at as Nikki is just straight up copying and not just like, oh, Lil' Kim influence, had a great influence, and period. But I don't think they would battle anyway because they got real beef. They do got real beef. But I don't, I don't, what Usher said, I didn't take, people took it like super literal. Like the same way you said Luda is a branch off of Buster's tree. I was like, yeah, that's how I took what Usher, what Usher said about Lil' Kim and uh, Nikki. Mm-hmm. This is the branch off. I'm not Luda and Buster aren't the same. Yeah, they're just like a branch of each other. I feel right. like I feel like Buster Rhymes was the first, like one of the first, like charismatic, animated, like clever mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. visual artist. Yeah. So and Luda came out after him. So naturally you would say, like, oh, like he was like Busta paved the way for artists like Ludacris. He's like a branch of Ludacris. And the same, like you're saying with Lil Kim and Nicki, like Lil Kim paved the way. So that's what my argument was. It wasn't like people just I was I was going against people's outrage. I was like, what did he say wrong? I don't I took it as the branch thing. I was like, why are people taking it so literal? People drunk. Yeah. He was showing them respect, both of them. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. People just like to be outraged. But I don't know who would go against each other in at female rappers because like it's just such an imbalance in my opinion. Like who who's going against who? Like yeah, like you could say Nikki versus Cardi, but that's kind of disrespectful because yeah, Cardi like came out the gate swinging and like gave us hit. After Cardi him. can't go twenty rounds. She but, can't. Yeah, she but can't. Out long, like, you have to wait it out to see, like. Cardi's career would have to be like 10 years in for us to even consider that battle. But I don't know who else would battle Nikki. Nikki might as well battle a, a nigga. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Like on some Missy Buster type of stuff. Like she might as well better somebody else. Talk. Yeah, because I don't think I don't that's at first Missy was the only one I was like, yo, Missy got a better dude. Because I don't think anybody, any woman has done across the board creatively what Missy did. I think Missy is yeah. one of those one of one legends, yo. As far yeah. as writing, producing, singing, Second. rapping. No, no woman. She she can't battle no real woman. There's nobody going really. She going to wash them. Nobody going to mention them. No, like, no disrespect like, to Kim or Nikki, but like she does way more than they do. Maybe Nikki should have battled Ludacris. That'd be a weird battle. Not it would be weird, weird but it would, be, no, it would definitely be it interesting. Been it would have been weird in a good way. It would have yeah. been weird in a good way. Because they're both charismatic. Some oh yeah, some girl who I didn't know on Twitter was trying to say I, I did my lyric my, I said that like Ludacris was a lyricist and she was like, nah, Ludacris um not a lyricist. Maybe it's just his delivery, lol. <laughs> she, she don't listen to Ludacris. She don't she listen might to not listen to rap. Yeah. She might not listen to rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She might not listen to music. She don't <laughs> yeah. you don't listen, period. She's thinking of the wrong, wrong L rapper. Like she's thinking of like Lonnie Smith or something like that. But I don't know who yeah, else. No, this morning, Amar, some uh, the Magoo slander on our TL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody gonna be slandering Mag- Magoo. Was hard. Magoo <laughs> was hard. Yeah, was he? I'm sick of y'all slandering at Oxford. Okay. Right. Somebody <laughs> said he was the worst rapper ever. Yo, ever. What? Yo, I was hot. All right, I'm not going to say ever. That's no, wild. Ever. In the era with Silk the Shocker and shit, Magoo was the worst rapper ever. Yo, Magoo need to go against Silk the Shocker. I'll be front row for that. Like, no, that's just going to be yo, the lowest. They're going to have Magoo, like 80. Yo, Magoo smoking. Magoo going to wash him, yo. Magoo <laughs> smoking. Naked whopping. Yo, Magoo Dude, yo, listen. I was a fan of. I purchased. I literally purchased the Timbaland and Magoo album. Welcome to the yeah. to our world. Welcome to our world. All right, up jumps the boogie. Beats anything that Timbaland. I mean that that Silk Shocker has done. Or man, what? I purchased that. <laughs> No, no. At the, the times, yo, like that was like they were big at the time. I mean, I get it. It's just, just the damn like had a Leo on it. <laughs> I was about to say it was the time. You know, so you yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at that time, it made sense to buy that album. Magoo for sure. Magoo hard, yo. Magoo, Magoo, yo, Magoo, Magoo had Timbaland like, production. That's a diet Q-tip, yo. He a diet Q-tip, yo. Magoo was hard, yo. <laughs> he, lower, he lowercase Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Magoo, I'm going to say something right now, and I promise you I stand with it. If Magoo dropped a... If he <laughs> did, if he dropped a solo album, it would be miles ahead of Memphis Bleak, <laughs> miles ahead of Super Shocker. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know about Bleak, yo. I don't know yo, about Bleak. Yo, Timbaland is your right hand. Timbaland making every one of your beats. <laughs> yo, so, yo, Magoo, Magoo can rap, yo. Yo, Magoo could rap. I think no, no, people no, no, are just no, no, throwing no, no, off his voice. People just hear his voice and automatically dismiss it. Yo, Diet Q 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I know. Like Magoo is a human tonsil. I know. But <laughs> like, but at the same time, I understand. But I don't think, me personally, I don't think that he would beat Memphis Bleak. That's he me. Memphis Bleak, yo. His no, beat's going to be better. His production alone. His production alone, his beat, yo. Are you reckon like, yo, Memphis Bleak, Memphis Bleak had just Blaze. And Kanye. And Kanye. Oh. And Timbo can rock with that. either one of them. He can either one of them. Uh, yeah. lyrics. His album will be fire. Timbo rocking with you, no matter who you get, it's not gonna be a wash because it's Timbo. So you can bring <laughs> Kanye. His beat might be better, but no matter who you get, if I know I'm bringing, like it's like if I'm doing an album and I'm got I got Ao on the album, I don't care what the song is. I know the production is not gonna be a wash. I know that, so it's mm-hmm. gonna come down to me bringing the bars all the time. All right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be literally like, all right, maybe like, yeah, Timbo might get edged by Ye, but it ain't gonna be like. No, no, it ain't gonna be a. Oh yeah, yeah, Timbo is still a legend. Like, Timbo is still. Timbo, yeah, 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 Timbo yeah. gonna bring it no matter what, yo, against anybody. Bring I, might, anybody. I might need this Magoo album, yo. Yes, I'm about to hit him up after this. Yeah, like, yes. Get him on the line. You got, yo, you got hit up Magoo, yo. He got dropped. I'm calling Magoo, yo. Magoo beating Memphis Bleak, yo. <laughs> so, Ayo, are you saying that Silk Shocker would win against Magoo? Silk the Shocker? No. Yeah. No. First of all, first of all, hold up, hold up. Timbaland, <laughs> and Magoo, Timbaland and Magoo would literally destroy the entire No Limit by themselves. I don't think No Limit was garbage. But, know. yo, don't thank you. Yo, nobody wants to admit that. No Limit, was but No Limit wasn't good, yo. Yo, they were <laughs> not good. Not good. The best person out of there made it out of there. Mystical. Yeah. Mystical. Yo, if P.D. Pablo oh. had four songs, I would want to see Mystical versus P.D. Pablo. That would be crazy. <laughs> but P.D. Pablo, P.D. Pablo can't stand up to Mystical, so. All you're going to do is P. play. Uh, P.D. versus Mystical <laughs> play Freakly <laughs> over and over. <laughs> First of all, why wouldn't he play North? Why wouldn't he play Rays <laughs> up over and he over? Going, why doesn't he, he play? play because we already 53 minutes in but another reason i wanted to do this have y'all on here is because uh jmar can you let them know what you've been doing while you're not podcasting who you are now? You're not even Jmar no more. Right. Look, I, look, I'm still Jmar. No, y'all. no, you're not. I'm still, still Jmar. What's your name? Say on here on Skype right now. They don't say Jmar, and I highlight yeah, your time. They say Jmar, but um, <laughs> you know, when I was since I haven't been on the podcast, I've just been actually working on music for once. Like it's been a been a while, and I actually just really been working on music. Ha's been helping me, man. He executive producing my stuff right now. Really appreciate him for that. Yeah, and you know, I ended up changing my name to Mar Majors. I don't know, it was just something, something my girl cousin threw at me while we was at we was in Vegas, and I was just playing different songs. He was like, "Oh, that's Mar Majors over there." He said, "That's Mar Majors over there." I said, "I like that, John. Fuck that. I'm gonna use it." But yeah, man. So I ain't been off of this. I ain't been away from the podcast and just been bullshitting. I've been working. We dropped dropped my first song. Was on the eighth, the eighth of May. So yeah, yeah man. Congratulations, Jmar. Appreciate up? that. Hey. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And that song is dope. Song dope, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I don't know. Like it was really dope. Like I don't know. Like 
y'all know we we've been tight for a long time. But um, as for my career, I think personally, it was like yo, as an artist, I haven't done everything I was supposed to do, and I think it was because I poorly mismanaged my music career, and I'm not done yet, but I'm revamping things because of that. But I also started to look at what to do to experience longevity in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like longevity in hip hop. Like when you think about hip hop, you think about a young man's game. You think about, oh, you know, guys that are in their teens to their mid twenties. When you get anything past your mid twenties, you start hitting that, oh, he's too old to be doing this. I don't agree with that, but at the same time, I understand that that's the stigma that's attached to, um, you know, doing music at 30 plus or whatever. Um, so I feel like also it's important to understand that maybe there's a way to um, possibly expand your career by doing other things, executive producing. Um, also staying within your lane. Like I'm not trying to rap with the young boys and rap about the same thing at the same time. Like Will did with Jordan Lucas, show that you can adapt to those type of beats, those that type of uh, the flow or whatever the case may be. And Will showed that you can be 50 plus and still be. Jay has showed that mm-hmm. that you can be 50 plus and still be doing what you do. Um, so me being 20 plus years their junior, I know that I still have ample time. So. For sure. But that that was a that was that was a beacon of light. You know what I mean? That's a beacon of light to know, like, yo, it ain't over. So I thought like, yo, my best thing I could do is try to I want to take my hand at executive producing something and somebody that I believe in, somebody that I've worked with, somebody that I trust, that I love as a brother. And I looked at and I said, you know what? And and then I'm a fan of as an artist. And I said, oh, Jamar is somebody that I've really worked with. He's a friend of mine. He's like a brother to me, like a little brother to me. So I, I figured like, yo. It'd be great to try to make his project the best that it could possibly be. Focus on the things that he doesn't have to focus on. As an artist, you want to focus on your bars, your beats, your delivery, your going to the studio and stuff. So as a, an executive producer, I wanted to make sure that I focus on the other things. Um, financing it, um, uh, the rollout of it. Um, giving that super constructive criticism and saying, yo, we can do better at promoting it, do better at delivering it, uh, and whatever the case may be. And also, like I said, putting the money to it. And that's what I, that's what I looked at. And I, and I studied a lot of executive producers while I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I looked at people that I looked up to as executive producers. You know how when we used to buy albums when we were younger, we would go, yo, it's executive produced by that Mm -hmm. artist that we're a fan of. So we buy it. So um, that's what I kind of looked at. I kind of looked at that when I was working with Jamar. And and as we continue to work, and we haven't even started the the, the legitimate rollout of the album. So I'm really excited to my first ever project to make the mistakes to learn where I can be better mm-hmm. to bring this project to fruition in the best ability that I, that I possibly can and, and you know 
just make it to make it make it really good to the point where we do the best that we can with this project. Mm-hmm. That's right. really y'all, good. Y'all I love with producer artists like relationships. I feel like that's like strong ones. I feel mm-hmm. like that's really the recipe for success. Also, to your point about like you saying that rap is a young man's sport. <clears throat> I mean, true, but I do feel like. Um, there are a lot of well, there's a surgence of older rappers coming out. Like, like I understand that Will Smith is older and he dropped that fire verse, but he's like been in the game and the same for Jay Z. But Griselda, like they're older and they're mm-hmm. just coming out. So mm-hmm. I feel like you have plenty of time. Like I, th- I feel like everybody has plenty of time because I feel like as long as you're good enough, like somebody's gonna listen to it, especially. Yeah with streaming and you get to choose like who you which artist you put on the pedestal for sure how how has the quarantine affected like the creative process like normally i'm sure like if we weren't quarantined y'all would be like more like together i don't know if y'all been like in the same room working or just kind of doing virtually just sending things back and forth but like, how was the creative process um, when you were making the album? Yeah, I still take my. I mean, I still take my risk and go over. I still link with them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And since this whole quarantine, it made my creative process better because it gave me the time off for work. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a bad thing. I'm not working, but mm-hmm. I know that kind of like cleared my mind. And I was like, yo, now I got, I can focus on this a lot more. Like, it just, it right. actually sparked the creativity. Like. This mm-hmm. pandemic, that was the silver lining with this whole thing. It sparked my creativity. As the late, great Pop Smoke said, take your pain and make champagne. Yep. My guy. My guy. Yeah, my guy. Excuse me, solve his murder. I'm getting irked. But that was a solve his murder. next month. Yes, new Pop Smoke. But we're talking about... Uh, Mar Major's new album. Yeah. So all of you guys create like music and content. What is like your creative space? Like when do you feel the most creative? Like what's your creative process like when you're the most creative in the shower? Me too. Are you a Pisces too? <laughs> no. I'm an Aries. I'm, an Aries. Oh. I'm Close. most creative in the shower. Yo. Only Pisces take showers. That's Honestly, that's where <laughs> half, <laughs> half, almost all my songs have been created in the shower. Yes, the shower, the tub, the toilet, mm-hmm. just in the bathroom. They'd be like, yo, they'd be like, yo, why are you in the bathroom so long? Why are you, yo, yeah. I'm making a classic I'm career. Working, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm recording. <laughs> yes, I get all my great ideas in the shower, just staring. Right. Wow. Let the water hit. It's the best place, yo. The best place. I take a risk. I do voice recording in the shower on my right. phone. My right. girl came in there. She was like, why you got your phone in the shower? <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, uh, working. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> working. Yo, funny story about that. So, um, like, for people who are familiar with me or whatever, but people who aren't or whatever, I have a song that went viral. Um, it's a song with my man Patrick Donovan called Let It Go. And uh, it ended up getting over 100,000 views. 
on YouTube during a time where going viral wasn't a thing. Like going viral was maybe 50,000 views, 60,000. Like we cracked 100,000. You know what I mean? So point being, um, I met Patrick Donovan and I, I believe that, I don't know if, if J-Mar, Ayo, and Ant, I don't know if y'all were all there. Somebody had to be there. Maybe mm-hmm. Ant, one of y'all, maybe both of y'all. At the perch? All three. At the perch where yeah. Patrick got, it was an open mic. He was on stage, right? And he said you were his favorite rapper or something like that. Kept showing you out. He was showing yeah. you out the whole yeah, we time. Was there. We were there. So man. y'all all was there. Patrick Donovan, this was our first night meeting. Patrick Donovan dedicated every song that he did to me. And we didn't know each other at the time. I just rapped. And he was like, he's my favorite rapper. I'm dedicating every song that I do tonight to Ehas. And we thought it was as a joke. We were like, and then after a while, we were like, yo, this is kind of weird. Why do you keep dedicating all these songs to me? And then we got off stage and we talked. And he was like, yo, I really want to do a song with you. I really, you know. And fast forward, I don't know, that was 2000, yeah, 2011. So that was nine years ago. And um, we're like family, you know what I mean? Blood couldn't make us closer. Like he's like a little brother to me. I love him to death. And we created a song. But during this period, before we actually linked up for our first studio session, he sent me the hook and he sent me this guitar riff. And he's like, I am the thunderstorm and you are my fire. And he was like, this is a song that I want to do. I don't know what else I want to do, but this is what I want to do. The night that we were supposed to record, I was like, yo, I don't feel like going there. Like, I don't feel like being there. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just tired or whatever I was going that night. I didn't feel like going. I was supposed to go with him to create this song that we were going to release on Facebook. That's all we planned on doing. On Facebook, nothing major. Um, He was like, yo, are you still coming? I was trying to find an excuse not to... I was like, yeah, I'm not this song. Man. I don't care. Like, And he was like, yo, yo, you know, you should do the song. And my girlfriend at the time had said, yo, you should just do it, or whatever. Like, yo, just go to do the song, or whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. All right, I'm gonna go get in the shower. I literally... I'm like, I don't even have anything written for this song that he wants me to do. He said he, he left some bars open, and I haven't done anything for this song yet. I literally got in the shower... Not before I got in the shower, I went and sat on the toilet and I literally wrote "Let It Go" in five minutes. The toilet, that's the place. Toilet. Got in the shower and rehearsed it to myself. Went to the the, uh, to his dorm room and we shot "Let It Go" and it literally was written in five minutes. That toilet. And we got we got a career off of that. Totally give you powers, yo. Okay. The toilet in the shower. Tony Raleigh, we can't hear you. Come on, Come on, Dirty. Come on, Dirty. Hear me? Can't hear you, Dirty. All right, all right, all right. All right, Dirty. I don't know what happened. I said, Dirty Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I said they said Hove wrote Blueprint in like two, three days or something, like a weekend or something. That's crazy. God. That, but I've been seeing like that's like them, them kind of stories. Like when it's your time, it's like your time. That was the longest shower in the world. Then if he wrote that whole thing in like, <laughs> like a week, I mean, Hove was in the shower. shower. Like three days. 
<laughs> I feel like the, 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 the idea comes to me on the toilet. Then when I get in the shower, it develops and mm-hmm. I rehearse. And then once mm-hmm. I'm out, got to execute it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, crazy. Really like, I don't, yo, I don't, I remember I used to have like ideas, like my ideas would come, it would come randomly. Like they would never, like sometimes they would be in the bathroom, most of like more, more on the toilet than in the shower. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yo, nowadays, yo, I don't know why, but yo, I don't get ideas no more. Like I literally I did not think that's where you were going. Yo, and it's crazy. Yo, I don't get ideas anymore. My brain don't work. Yo, it don't. Like I be dreading. The only thing, the only way that I ever get ideas now for anything, I I literally have to be in my I have to be in my room and I have to have like my I can't have like my regular room light on. I have to have like my LED, like my color lights. I have to have that on. Because if I don't, it's not going to work. Like, I, don't, I can't do anything. I feel like I can't do anything right with that light on. But anyway, it's just it's like I don't I don't have anything until I'm literally sitting in here in that light. And then stuff will just start coming into me. But before, I used to think of stuff all the time. Now, I just, I don't know. That's your creative space. People do it. I forgot what it's called. But the term for it. Like, sounds, certain yeah. colors, like, wow. spark something in your brain. It's crazy though, because now it's like, and it's and it's like to get even more specific. It's like, yeah, it's like I turn into a person where it's like I gotta be in somewhere where it's like colors or something. But now I only keep my light on like one color. Like it gotta be like this like purplish color in the room, and that's that's what it has to be. Like that's my that is my color to make to make beats. Now I can't I can't have any other like I can't sit in the dark. I can't sit with my regular light on. I I can't do it. It seemed like like if I'm not in here with that, I mean I could probably whip something up somewhere, but it just ain't gonna feel the same. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody got their thing. So like you say, like you on the toilet, you think of something crazy. You in the shower, you think of something crazy. You writing stuff in five minutes, and you know, Jazz, you said you think of everything in the shower, and it's like it's amazing what just one little like yeah. section of a of a whole entire place can do. Hey yo, think- oh go ahead. We're just real quick. I think it's very important what you just said. Um, that uh, it's a very it's very important. That's why I think it's important for artists, creatives, all of us as creatives, whether we're podcasters, producers, writers, to make sure that our personal lives are okay and make sure that um, the things that we're doing outside of music are okay. Because if you clear your clutter, we can think better and. Um, I just feel like it's a very important, like when I feel very good as a person and feel very good personally with things going on in my love life and my career and things like that, I'm, I'm more inclined to write. I'm more inclined, like my peak of writing was when everything was okay in terms of I felt good about things going on around me. So when things aren't going well, or we feel like there's too much going on and we're not taking enough time mm-hmm. for ourselves. Even if things aren't going bad, it's just if we're not taking time for ourselves, we end up with this moment where we can't write. We can't create beats. We can't create concepts to make podcasts or whatever, our business or whatever, what have you. So I think it's very important. That's all I'm saying. I think it's very important that we just take that time for yourself. Take a second mm-hmm. to gain a minute later. You know what I mean? Take a second now. To gain a minute later, so yeah, 
piggybacking off of that, that's what I was going to branch off of. I Back to when Ayo was saying that you feel like you don't have any ideas, I feel like as I'm getting older and having more responsibilities and, like, really getting into life, like, I feel like the same way, like, the ideas don't, they're more far in between compared to, like, back in, like, I want to say 2015, I feel like I felt, and to your point, Eha, it's like, I feel like everything was going great. Like, I just graduated college. Um, I won a pageant. Like, I just thought my future was so bright. Like, I found, I feel like, I felt like I found direction. Like, okay, like, I'm good at writing. Like, I want to write. So I just started, like, writing my blog and stuff like that. And then from then on, like, I just had problems with consistency. Like, I would get these real, like, inspirational moments where I was just want to write. And then I feel like clutter, as you were saying, Ehas, got in the way. And it wasn't necessarily because, like, I was in a bad space. It's just, like, there was a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, like, even right now, like, in quarantine, everybody's saying, like, oh, like, if you don't come out of the quarantine with a new skill, what did you really do? And um, this is the time you could be most creative. But That's to be honest, like, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. That could be for some people. But, like, me personally, I've been working from home. So, like, and a lot of people feel like as they started working from home, like, it's been more work. And I started a new job. So, like, I'm getting acclimated to that. And it's just a whole bunch of other stuff. And even though I'm trapped in here, like, I'm not inspired necessarily by just being trapped in this room. Like, I feel right, like right. being out probably would inspire me more, like, to do my blog. Like, if I know, oh, I have a, I have a, a music festival coming up or um, a concert or whatever, that would probably inspire me to, like, write about it or something like that. Like, just being, like, outside, like. Right. So, just circling back, I I do find that I have less like ideas coming. So whenever they do come, I'm, I get really excited. But then life <laughs> happens again, and then nothing happens. There's no execution, and it's like the vicious cycle. Yeah, that yeah. could be like because that could be like because home became your workspace now. Because now you're working from home and stuff like that. Play a role in it because like. That's your, your job is at home now, so that can stifle your creativity and stuff like that. And I thought it would be the complete opposite. Like, when I moved into my apartment, like, from my parents' house, where it was, like, five people living there, and now it's just me. I'm like, wow, I can act a fool. Like, I can do all these kids. Like, I can do right. me. Like, I'm not even inspired to, to do that. Like, because even if I was inspired to do that, I was getting noise complaints that I was walking too hard. I'm like, well, Dad, how am I supposed to? Chill, chill. That you was walking to her. I'm, I'm heavy footed. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I kind of wish that it was. It turned out that way. I felt like I would be more inspired to mm-hmm. skits or something. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't want to just do it and I'm corny. Well, that's. Like, if I, if I look at everybody. <laughs> like, y'all. Corny, like I'm like, dang, am I am I corny like this? Like maybe I should. <laughs> but see, that's where this whole pandemic thing is messing up people's creativity in a way. Like if you already had something rolling, then yeah, you can double down when you got the time. Mm-hmm. 
But like, I remember when I moved into my apartment, when I first moved into my apartment, it was before there was any studio. I ain't know, I know you, Jamar. I ain't know Haas. I ain't, like, I just, I just had, I was I had my own apartment. That was the newest thing in my life. And I knew I was still doing the music because I had, I started doing the music in my mom's house. I knew I always wanted to start it back up, but I was fresh into this apartment. I ain't had no money like that. So I couldn't afford to just buy no studio equipment. So I remember after a while, like the excitement of having my own place wore off. Cause it was just like, well, this is home now. Like this isn't, this isn't new and fresh and I have a bunch of people coming over and I didn't, I only thought as far as have my own place. I didn't build a life in there. I, now I'm just in my own place. So right. I think a couple of months go by and like income tax time came and I was like, all right, good. Cause I don't, I do not have it. Like I'm, I'm kind of broken here. I'm paying rent and bills and I'm done. But the income tax came and I was like, well, I could sit on this or I can buy, I could try to build that studio that I've all, I always kept talking about and keep. So I built, I bought the studio equipment and I set it up and then just slowly but surely, like I used to, I remember feeling some type of way in there because I started feeling like I wasn't doing anything with myself. Right. I would go to work, I would come home and I'm just in my apartment until I got to go to work again or I go out with some friends or something. But, um, I bought the, I kind of doubled down on myself. I bought the studio stuff. I was like, fuck it, I'll stay broke longer and build myself something to occupy my time or just make a new life for myself with this money I got. So I bought the studio stuff and then I had to learn it. So that's when like Mark, um, Mark came over, not you, Jamar, other Mark. And he was rapping at the time. And so I was like, all right, he was my guinea pig. I'm just recording stuff with him and, uh, and uh, Chris and recording. And then just one thing led to another. Aaron came over, was messing with the beats on it. And then Mar introduced me to Haas. And then Aaron brought over Jamar. And just one thing led to another to the point where all of a sudden I just had this new thing to do with myself. I had this new resurgence in my life. And I felt like I had a purpose. Before that, I started feeling like purposeless. Like I'm just working, come home. That's my entire life. I'm just working, come home. I with that. And so that kind of, kind of, catapulted me like right now that's hard because of the whole corona thing to do stuff like that but at the time i kind of had to like take a look at myself like all right you gotta you gotta do something you gotta take a bet on yourself if not you're just gonna be miserable because i was getting miserable i was like i'm not doing anything i feel like i'm standing still even if i was talking to girls and having them come with that wasn't enough i was like no i'm not doing something for me right so i kind of had to build my own thing i had to bring the party to me because mm-hmm. not only did i feel like i had nothing i felt like i had no money so i didn't want to go spend any money so I pretty much every friday we all just got together and we brought the party to my place and i'll be in there broke as i don't know what but we was having fun i didn't need to go to no party because we was having the party that was the day dog that was the day guess my invitation i lost in the mail so <laughs> different time <laughs> Listen, uh, your, your your story was inspirational. That's you know, the, oh, but, I have. but my my point is, I don't know. I think you got if you could find a way to look inside yourself and double down on you with whatever would make you happy and really just go for it with whatever your resources are while you got this time. I'd say you go for it. Not that you haven't been, you know. But I don't know. I think you just maybe have to find a new direction or a new way to get at it. Yeah. I, like what I tend to do is 
I try to put my creative self into my work somehow. Like, I'm an administrative coordinator. That's not a creative job at all. But, like, I was recently put on a project, like, helping to plan an event. So um, they wanted to post the results of the event their workplace page so like I created a um like an iMovie using the clips of the, the recording clips from our meeting or whatever and my boss loved it and I think it really gave me a confidence boost I think I'm that I'm probably that type of person that needs like a confidence boost to like really like start up again because just doing that like all right well maybe I can you know edit videos and like try to do something different because I feel like I- I'm just so trying to like make sure I make a good impression like starting a new job that like I'm abandoning like what I really want to do and I want to keep what I want to do in focus like I don't want to just abandon it and just focus on like the real world like I still parts of my fantasy right right so I'm still I'm still just start messing around with stuff yeah like, like I've been messing with iMovie lately. That's how I made that. And I just I never used iMovie before. I never even edited nothing. And I just got on there and started messing with it till it came out. Yeah. The way I wanted it. Yeah. I, I like iMovie. Um it's not super tedious, but I'm not I'm not a pro at it. I just did it on my phone. Exactly. Like, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I I know there's way better programs to use as far as video, but I I'm not a videographer. I'm not a photographer. I just was working with what I had. Yeah. Still get the job done though. Yeah. Don't we we had um questions in the in our inbox. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I will get to it. Cause after this we're gonna wrap it up. Cause we almost had an hour and a half. You get close to that glorious bass this time. You got no, I ain't trying to hit that three and a half hour mark. It's gonna be like three hours. Long podcast, yeah. Don't I got time for that? (laughs) So, y'all didn't listen to Future, I imagine. No, I have not listened to that album yet. I've been listening to it constantly because at work, my man be playing that joint all the time, but. Uh, it's still that John didn't. That John was not impressive at all. I tried for you guys. I was like, you know what? Yesterday I was like, let me listen to this because they're probably gonna go, they're probably gonna want to talk about it on the pod. I couldn't even make it past song three, two. I'm like, I cannot do this. I it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't it. Like, and honestly, that's all I'm hearing. Like, I don't know anybody who said like, yo, this John hot. Like, no, nah, it's it's not. Hot. I can only listen to him attached to Drake. It's a shame. I found the question. You got a reason. Somebody right. outside blasting last resort right now. I'm so annoyed. Suffocation. No breathing. No breathing. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid for that person. Get out of here. All right. My man Mike hit us up on Instagram, and he said, "In an Instagram battle, who would you put Ti against, and and who would you put Method Man against?" I thought about Ti and who he would go against last week, yo, and I still don't have an answer. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Jeezy. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Yeah, Ti and Jeezy. I honestly, I would go Ti and Luda for real, for real. I about say I would have went Luda if he didn't already go. I'm about to say if he didn't already go, I would have did Ti and Luda. No, Luda need a rematch, even though he won, because he deserves a better opponent. So I mean, Ti and Jeezy. If you can't add Luda, if not Ti and Luda. Would y'all put T.I. against Ross? That's a good one. That's yeah. not bad or even though. That's actually not bad. I wouldn't mind seeing I think Ross mind. beats T.I., but... You think so? Yeah, I think T.I.'s hits are bigger, but Ross, But I, I think when you start getting to that 10, 15, 20, that's what I think Ross starts mm-hmm. to take it. Because you start talking about features. T.I. don't get down on the features all like that. Like, you could do swagger like us. That's gonna be his craziest feature, in my opinion. He did a uh, what's the the college on? We taking and over. That's actually his song. Actually, I think swagger yeah. like us is his song. I believe. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it was on paper trail. That's on paper trail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So is that his song? Um, so I really don't. I don't know his features in regards to Raw. So. Uh, I got to just, know Ti. Ti and Dang, it's crazy. Huh? What'd you say, Jeff? I was gonna say Ti and Snoop, but probably not. Mm, I don't. I don't think that's it either. I don't want to see that. Ti who? Snoop and Calvin yeah. Brooks. I wouldn't want to see Ti and Snoop. I don't think I want to see Ti battle anybody. I don't think I care. But I think Ti got the hits to be in a battle. Ti got the hits to do it though. He absolutely has the hits. Maybe Ti should win against Nelly. But Ti is that lyricist. I would like to see him against True. lyricist. We what about Weez? Weezy. Weezy gonna smoke him. Yeah, we're not smoking. Yeah, Wayne's gonna. Weezy's gonna win against Ti though. Weezy's gonna beat him. I'm not. I don't think it's gonna be a smoke. Yeah. I think he'll beat him. Though. Weezy got too many songs. Yeah, yeah. He does. Many He's gotta songs. put him against Drake, Jay Z, Kanye. You got to put him up there. Even though I think Kanye and Drake is the only people... I think Kanye is the only person that can run with Drake, but, like, I think that... Huh? T.I. and Meek? Meek will get destroyed. It wouldn't even be close. (laughs) Yo, Meek would would get rocked. Yo, by the fifth song, Meek going to be ready to just ride dirt bikes to Atlanta and shoot (laughs) T.I. He used to be signed to T.I.? Yeah. He was yeah. on Grand Hustle for that little minute. Why? He gonna he... put in my bag and then, and then he gonna he gonna do in my bag and then Ti gonna respond with a screenshot of Meek's contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on Grand. That hustle was not Grand at all when that time <laughs> that Meek was on there. They, he didn't hustle. He didn't even get the hustle enough. Jail what? hustle. You know? <laughs> yeah, that was just. If he went against Ti, I don't think. I think. I think Meek would lose within 20 tracks, but I think there are songs that Meek could put on that will give T.I. a run. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, if he put on I'm a Boss with the intro, you know, I wonder what T.I. will go with. I mean, he gonna, he gotta be like, get like bring him out. Yo, T.I. got T.I. hits on hits. On no, 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 no. He does. He does. He has plenty. I'm just saying. T.I. and Jeezy. I feel like T.I. Jeezy is a good one. T.I. winning like, that, too. T.I. got way more hits than Jeezy, guy. See, I went in Jeezy. Only Jeezy songs I know is Go Crazy and Why Y'all Trip? I'm Just Fine. 
Really? Um, uh, you don't know. And then, and then what? And then, then I might start. No. What? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I say. Yeah, you had the grams at my auntie house. No, I don't Man, know. House. Times you're saying this voice, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Yo. just know. I told you what I knew. <laughs> That's all right. It. And all right. Uh, they say, who that? We that. That's it. What about, all right, Method Man? Who does Method Man go against? Me. Just put <laughs> us on live together. All right. That's a, that's a different kind of battle. Method <laughs> <laughs> Man got to go against, like... I'm sounding <laughs> off if I see one of them on Method Man. I'm blocking Method both of you. Method Man got to go against, like... Red Man. I, was just, I, was I feel like, like that's the obvious answer. It's the obvious answer, but I mean... I wouldn't if I had, couldn't be right now. I'm not gonna put him against his partner. I'm trying to think but. of people from his era. Yeah, me too. I'm just honestly, I'm sorry, but I I, I gotta stop thinking. I'm just instantly thinking of anyone from Wu Tang. Like, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get Ray Kwan. I gotta get them out of here. Yo, doing group battles. I just wish that he had enough. I had. I wish he had enough songs, but I would go Q Tip. Ooh. But I don't think that Q-tip can go 20. Vibrant thing. I felt that way about because I was going to say called Quest Spitters from Spitters from Method. That's a good one. Spitters from Method Man's era. I can't think of somebody who has the the catalog, the long enough catalog because I wanted to be like Method Man versus Tretch because Tretch was nice, but I don't think yeah. nobody, I don't think him and Aaron Magic can go. 20 songs against Method Man. I, I know that's so funny, but Tretch could <laughs> rap. Method Man versus Tretch. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. To, yo, Tretch. But I, um, honestly, I, I, honestly, I don't think I don't think he could beat him. But I think, but never mind. It's not. It's not even gonna be close. So I was gonna say Common, but Common gonna smoke him. That's more so Common versus Most Death. Common gonna yo, smoke Red. Common. That's that's that yo, that's Koofy, that's Koofy battle, yo. That's like that yo, that's that, that, yo, that's just the battle of the crochets, dog. Like I'm watching it still. You gotta put a scarf on. That's a yeah, blanket. right. Yo. The rose growing out of the concrete battle. <laughs> right. Old trap ass battle, man. Like, imagine Common just playing the corner, like what, like you know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, the corner, fine. dog. <laughs> he won. He won after that. Nope, yo, I love that song. Like, he played it. Oh, no, man. Most <laughs> Def going to turn around and be like, Umi Says, and it's a rap. Yo, he going to have Michael Jordan in the room with him, and he going to play Umi Says. Common <laughs> just only got to play the, the beat. All he got to play is B album. It's a rap. Yeah, true. So he got to play, All he got to play, yo. Come on, dog. Because you know if he play, get if he plays Get Him High verse, it's over. So <laughs> we all know that. We all know that. <laughs> No, he like a remote. He's going to cut the beat off right there. Like, all right, what you got? Face no, no. <laughs> he he got to play that. Get up and just flip his laptop and just be done. <laughs> he got to play that song with Pharrell. This is that ultimate. Yo, universal. Yo, universal. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was Common's lowest moment, yo. I, I was like, it. what are you doing, Common? Yo, he was doing yo, that album, I mean. That whole that album. Because I love Pro, but that was Common's worst album ever, yo. Ever. Uh, that is I the heard worst. the one song. 
Yeah. Universal Mind Control, like, I don't know if he thought he was, like, Professor Utonium or something. I don't know what he was doing. But my man was at a lab coat, and I don't know what... That's the bad bro. I like that song, yo. <laughs> I know. You, I remember me and you used to listen to the album. Kind of rain, no. That kind of in that was retarded as shit, yo. <laughs> I'm going kill that yo. He ran that joint, yo. I'm gonna listen Hold to that album when we get over too. Common seems like such a natural guy. Like, how do you go from all that poetic, like, you know? Like to universal mind control, <laughs> yo, he evolved so much. How he evolved so hard? Like, out of concrete, <laughs> and then you you grew yeah. out of concrete. And you were on the, the up, corner out the up, with like homeless people and flaming and barrels. Huh? I said, even the other name he had for that album was as it was originally supposed to be called Invincible Summer. Like, yo, that <laughs> what? what does that even mean? <laughs> What does that mean? Please tell me what that means. It's just it's just somebody trying to shoot the sun and the sun won't die. <laughs> <laughs> that powerful ass summer, yo. Know? <laughs> so much strength. Like, oh. on, Technology bro. must be one of his like loves because doesn't he he's the voice of that artificial intelligence commercial that gets on my nerves. Artificial intelligence. I'm like oh. Common. <laughs> like, why are you using common? First of all, using common as artificial intelligence voiceovers, and my man got a technology fetish. Like I'm not, I'm not messing with common, dog. Common, the real, for real. I don't. I mean, oh yeah, wait. I totally forgot that we were supposed to be thinking of who Method Man could go against. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yo, he got to go against like, like me. <laughs> I don't know who's from his era, like KRS One. I got to do Method Man and Red Man versus another rap duo. I don't even know who. I'll be with that Method Red against another duo. Oh, That'd be yeah. tough. Yeah. Ooh. Huh? By naughty by That's nature, yo. Trent yeah. and other uh, Trent. <laughs> you want to go against Trent so bad? I would say, I, I would say uh, my yo, why Trent, yo? Yo, Trent can rap, yo. yo Trent got it out. You don't have hits. It's just a method red versus naughty by nature. <laughs> Trent don't got no fucking hits, yo. That's all not gonna have no views on versus. Yeah, it's gonna be me. Yeah, it's like, only, it's <laughs> only gonna be Swiss and Timberland in that drum. <laughs> it's gonna Swiss be Timberland and me. He gonna be just right. you know, It's gonna be just eight. You gonna see eight comment all the time, yo. yo he gonna be like, get him trent. Yo, ain't gonna put up. Ain't gonna put up all these trench emojis. I don't know what that what? looks like. Look at the trench emoji. emoji. He gonna be like, emoji. Trench is killing him right now. He gonna be like, trench is killing this shit. I never said Trench will win. <laughs> yo, man, I don't know. You go vote for Trench, yo. I already know. I think that's all we got in the... Uh, Phil hit us up. Audio Burns hit us up and said he uh, he got Janet Jackson beating Beyonce if they win against each other. Wow. So, I, we had this last, last podcast. I feel like I was too rash in saying, like, oh, yeah, 
Jan Jackson would get washed. I feel like I didn't think that statement all the way through. It just came out because oh. I really contradicted what I, my argument just prior to saying that. But I don't think she would get washed at all. Like, I think Janet might end up winning. If we're just basing it off, like, hits and stuff. Because she really did have a lot of, like, oh. good. Like, she has more range. Janet? Janet, Janet might ease out of winning that. She, I think she would ease out of winning that. I'm, I'm going Beyonce winning easily, but it's going to be a very good battle. I feel like Janet's going to play more stuff that everybody doesn't know, and everybody's going to be like, "Oh shoot!" and it's going to be crazy, but we're still going to Beyonce's going to edge her, edge her, because everything that Beyonce has dropped has been massive. Yeah. Like Janet, Janet is a legend in her own right, just simply by her lineage. But Janet has been a legend in her own right. But at the same time, can I see her song for song, like, against Beyonce? <laughs> hard. That's a long night, yo. Beyonce, hard. As that's much hard. as you today. I can see that. Rihanna, can see that. Janet, Beyonce. Rihanna and Beyonce, I think, is a, is a better battle. Rihanna's winning. Yikes. I don't know. Yo, she might though. She could. And I told y'all she could. Yeah, yeah. She has a chance. Because Rihanna has more hits. Like hit, she put out for seven years. She put out an album like consecutively, and like the whole album was a hit. Like it was just an album full of hits. What Beyonce does, if you're excluding all the Destiny's Child stuff, if you're if you're you're excluding the Destiny's Child, then there's a problem. Houston, we have a problem. But if you're just on a Beyonce solo, she doesn't put out like a whole bunch of hit, like hit after hit after hit, like Rihanna does. She just puts out like good, solid songs that become anthems and they just, they're just timeless, like single lady formation. Like, so they last a long time. So it, it feels like she just has a whole bunch of hits. But like Rihanna has more like hits and more range because she she's pop she's r&b she's rock she's um hip-hop and more but beyonce is more like r&b hip-hop and some pop a little bit but like yo has way more range has collaborated with like way more artists and she just she has more consecutive hits year after year after year after year when beyonce puts out a hit disappears but the song just Keeps on going and going and going because it's an anthem. It's like versus hits at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. What you gonna call it? Still fire. Anti is still fire to this day. I love that album. Hmm? Super close, yo. Beyonce's hits are massive, yo. Yeah, they are. Rihanna, Rihanna puts her most her biggest like Beyonce, and, and this is from somebody who's not the biggest Beyonce fan. I love Rihanna. But like, and I don't really care for Beyonce too much. Like, I like Beyonce, but like, I love Beyonce. But, she's but her hits are just—it's they're so massive. It's like it's so scary to say, "Yo, I'm gonna put up my biggest song against Love on Top, Single Ladies, like um, Dangerous in Love, Upgrade You, Me Myself and I." Like you're talking about beautiful liar. You're talking about. <laughs> A lot of sleepers that are bigger than some people's biggest hits. And I don't know, man. Beyonce, irreplaceable. Single Ladies was so big. 
single run the world. Big, yo. Yeah, those are that's what I'm saying. She she oh, has anthems, too. but if we're doing it's really anthems versus like hits because I feel like Rihanna has more hits and Beyonce has more anthems. But I feel like anthems is but aren't anthems hit. a version yeah, of hits? Anthems, hits yeah, I feel like you go you go like <laughs> banger, hit, anthem. Like when you get an anthem, I feel like yo, I got a hit, but it's not an anthem. Like back that ass up is an anthem. Like that's like everybody with a fat ass national anthem. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the national anthem of fat ass. Like that's what that's what that's what that is, the juvenile. But so Beyonce, when she puts single ladies on, it's like ice or formation, even formation, which is a sleeper for her. Formation is a sleeper for her and a single for somebody else. Crazy in love. She puts crazy in love on. It's like Yo, we came to party like irreplaceable. <clears throat> I don't know, man. So, and then if you talk about Destiny's Child, it's over. It's over. Oh yeah, no. If if we're including Destiny's Child, it's really not a competition at all. Say my name. If I were a boy, it's crazy. Like if she yeah. won with ballots. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, Beyonce, Beyonce, that's... probably will win. But I feel Deja like Rihanna really, really close. Rihanna, Rihanna definitely will come close, but oh yeah, yeah, it ain't it ain't gonna be no watch by no means. And the last the last thing we had on here, <laughs> Phil also asked. He was like, "Do y'all think Buster is gonna have Split Star in the background when he battles?" <laughs> he has to. No, he don't. How is to. he don't? Don't. Yeah, know I feel like don't. he has to too. He's gonna get disqualified if he don't. He has to. <laughs> Yeah, he has Buster to. Must. Period. That's the that's the, the answer to that question. If Buster has Spliff Star, he beats Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Yo, he watches Spliff Star is back there. Yeah, because Missy can't. On mute. He don't even gotta play no music if Spliff Star sitting Missy, back Missy there. can't what? have Missy can't have Timbaland over there because that's automatically prior disqualification because he, he, runs, he runs the battles. <laughs> he runs the battle. So if she has Timbaland over there, yeah, he she's she gotta she gotta just lose. She gotta just be out. Oh, of but what now, if Missy shows up at the battle with the, the trash bag drawn on? That's see, I don't know, but you got, you got trash right bag. Here. No, but you got <laughs> trash bag versus Averex jacket slips. Only <laughs> way Missy, only way Missy gonna win if she show up with Aaliyah. <laughs> no, like, oh, that might. Mm, that was like right there, dog. <laughs> well, yeah, no. she gonna see what <laughs> I'm not even touching that. Not on this podcast. And with that, we gonna say our goodbyes, yo. Thank you all for coming on the show. Mar Majors, I'm going to ask you about all your information, but I feel like you already said enough. It's like, no. Uh, let everybody know what's up, man. Thank you for coming back, too. Anybody, anybody who's listened to us from the beginning, uh, this has to be a treat for y'all because people have literally been asking us, is J-Mar ever coming back? And I just have to respond, niggas, niggas scared every single time. I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is back. Niggas ain't got shit to do. <laughs> niggas is saying it. anything. Niggas is fronting for TV right now. They not. They not really. All know. right, watch. I'm gonna be back on there next week too. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <that's lying. laughs>
think you're gonna be back over here next week. But yeah, all, all my all my um my info is still the same, man. It's still foh underscore jmore everything. Cause I'm not. I'm just not going to change that ever. So. Yeah. And you never told him the name of your your song and all that stuff. The song, you mentioned the song, but you never. Yeah, I didn't talk about it. Oh yeah, Mind Reader is out now. Mar Majors, Mind Reader, all streaming platforms. Stream that. Word, right do now. That. Please do that. And uh, Ehas, so with you, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. Really appreciate it, man. Big fan of Oxcore. Beyond uh, just being tight with y'all, like I really love the show. So, um, been tuned in, been subscribed, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just executive producing uh, Mar Major's project, M A R M A J O R Z, Mar Major's. Um, re- uh, my reader is the, the single, the first single. We got another single dropping, and we got a lot of dope rollout stuff going on. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram, E underscore H-O-S, Twitter, at E-H-O-S, and then everything else is E-H-O-S as well. So, nice. Yep. Well, for joining us, guys. Come back sometime. Yeah, for sure. For sure. This is just the beginning of something. Congrats on the 50th. 50th. That's, that's major, yo. 50 episodes. That's major. But that's why I knew this was coming. I wanted to make it a, a thing. We had a lot more planned. We to, to go along with like the logo and the 50th episode, but Corona got no way of that. But you know, nothing stops though. Forward progress as we all work through this whole <laughs> pandemic thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all can't see it for the listeners, but Jasmine is stirring the podcast right now. In my wooden stirring seat. the pod, <laughs> and she does so pod. well. Yes. <laughs> That's gonna be my new segment of the show. You just named it stirring. Oh the shit! Pod. Stirring the pod is actually pretty dope. Hey. Fuck man, he, he he won't stop executive <laughs> producing, yo. <laughs> yo, gotta take everything by E hostage, yo. Remember, yo. E hostage. Yo, by E hostage productions. Yeah, E hostage productions, yeah. But um, thank y'all for listening again. As always, Oxcorecast on Twitter, Oxcorecast on Instagram, Oxcorecast at gmail.com. Oxcord on Facebook and Oxcord on all your podcast streaming platforms. Have a good weekday, weekend, workout, walk. <laughs> I can't think of another W word. Waffles. Waffles. Eat them waffles. Target. <laughs> what? That was, what? Target? That was our no W? <laughs> Wobbling. <laughs> but, uh, we appreciate wow. y'all for real. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for listening from the beginning for the Oxcore cast. I'm Ant. I'm Jazzy Miotti. Hey yo. Mar Majors. Ehas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you are now <laughs> praise God, man. And you are now unplugged. Thank y'all for listening. Peace out. Peace.